Welcome to Subliminal Message Studios. I'm your host, Benjamin Leonardo Jacobs. Thank you very, very much for joining me. Please follow all of our updated information on Spotify and or Anchor, as well as on Twitter and Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. So 17 dead and 63 more injured across the U.S. in a brutal weekend of Labor Day violence, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't know if you guys all remember the Democrats all saying this. So we've been talking about defunding the police. Uh, there's some issues that we ask police to do, like mental health issues or policing in schools and all the rest, that perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that money around. Suck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So yes, defund your butts. Defund you. Yes, I support the reallocation of resources uh, from NYPD. We will be moving funding from the NYPD to youth initiatives and social services. They are talking about reducing the allocation of resources to that department. And I think every single city in this country ought to be thinking about the same thing. Yes, I support the defund movement. I'm for responsible reallocation of resources and defund the police i think you do all those other things you don't need all the money that's going to the police department so yeah i mean the spirit of it i i i do support that yeah and you know a lot of us were asked if we could imagine a future without police back in 2017 when we were running for office and i answered yes to that question we are going to reduce funding in the police department and redirect that money there's no reason the police budget should just keep growing and growing and growing they can make sensible cuts to policing. We propose to redirect over $7 million from the police bureau. That our city, through our city administrative officer, identified $250 million in cuts. Rashida Tlaib tweeting, no more policing, incarceration, and militarization. It can't be reformed. When they're saying defund the police, what are they saying? They're saying we want fundamental, basic change when it comes to policing. Uh, and they're right. We are reallocating funds. The, the police department here in Minneapolis needs to be dismantled, and we need to start anew. In some necessary cases, completely dismantling those police forces. Police departments uh, are taking a sizable uh, amount of the budget of a lot of municipalities and, and other entities. Uh, we need to look at those budgets, pull some of the money back, and invest it in other things. We are committed to shifting resources. Our calls to defund the police have been met with resistance. And I want you to remember, I'm going to keep on playing this video, ladies and gentlemen, but I, I, I just want you to remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is... This is not only this is not only just a year ago that the Democrats are introducing these types of ideals and trying to put these types of ideologies into law. And once they realized they were unable to convince American people to defund the police, they moved to what they were calling socialize uh, them, move money into social justice workers, uh, social services workers, making more, uh, putting a lot more money into CPS and other establishments that have def done nothing but ruin American families, ladies and gentlemen. 
this is the same Democratic Party, uh, especially like in this is here in the uh, Omaha, Nebraska. This is the same Democratic Party that's calling themselves the party of grassroots. They're not the party of grassroots. This is the same party that voted and were trying to pass these ideologies so long ago. And now we're looking at over 70, uh, uh, seven, 17 dead and 63 injured in the U.S., ladies and gentlemen. And we can break that down. Um, in Chicago, I, I want to, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, um, in, in Chicago, there were 10 killed and 46 wounded, including a 13-year-old boy. In Pennsylvania, there are there are almost uh, there are almost eight killed, and including including a mom while walking her baby. In Philadelphia, there are almost 20, uh, 20, uh, 29 different shooting incidences and ten dead. I mean, it, it, you can go, it's it's you can go on and on and on. And ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I want you to keep in mind that. The same party that was talking about these types of ideologies, like if you're considering voting Democrat simply on the basis of abortion or supposedly protecting women's rights, I want you to remember one thing. The party that you're voting for is the same party that had these types of ideologies that, that were calling for this type of extreme behavior leading up to the malicious activities that we're seeing right now in America. So if you think your uh, rights are going to be protected under the Democratic Party when it comes to abortion, let me tell you something. There's only so long until something that gives within that fundamental argument to where the Democratic Party, Democratic Party switches over into something that does not fit everyone's notion of women's health care or women's right to health care or um, uh, the pro-abortion movement that the Democratic Party is trying to sell the American people or the American people that are uh, not understanding of what's really going on with the left and the right. You know what I mean? That's why you're seeing more and more articles come out, more and more news feeds and mainstream media talking about how the Republican Party is trying to distance, distance themselves away from what, what is being labeled as the mega Republicans, the conservative Republicans, which if you think that the mainstream media, the fourth industrial complex has not done this before, has not double done this marginalization and this labeling, so then they can send certain kill units or certain kill squads like that are that are in police forces nowadays, literally, legitly, because they're part of a a gang, you know, they're part of a certain tribal gang, like the ones that were reported out in Los Angeles. Uh, some of the gangs that were linked to neo-Nazi groups were inadvertently FBI infiltrated groups. But they're tr if you don't think that they haven't done this before, or maybe they're doing this because they really, really want to keep the American people safe, we need to be smarter than this and remember history. And we can look back at the Black Panther Party when the Black Panther Party was first getting started in the early 1960s and progressed through the 1970s and 1980s until they're fundamentally infiltrated, fully infiltrated by the FBI. And there were a lot of the main um, group members were legitimately killed and they actually offered bounties. The Los Angeles Department were actually offering bounties 
to kill Black Panther Party uh, high-ranked members, members like Fred Hampton that were blatantly murdered by the Chicago Police Department. If you think that the mainstream media hasn't done this type of marginalization with a group before, they've done it before. And it wasn't too long ago, not even 40, 50 years, 60 years, that they were doing it to groups like the Black Panther Party before they became fully infiltrated, before they became infiltrated by the FBI and other um, groups like the FBI, CIA, DOJ was highly, highly involved in the Black Panther Party, especially near the ending. And that's why they became so radicalized because they were having members that were informants of the FBI do these crazy, mad, do these crazy shootings or do these robberies or, or sell out information that had nothing to do with the Black Panther Party, but because they were group members of the Black Panther Party in the eyes of the law, thanks to the RICO statute, they were able to charge the entity of the Black Black Panther Party as a radicalized terrorist group. And that's that's also why um, they never wanted to label the Weathermen on a group as terrorists, because now there is a lot of uh, political figures that are sons and daughter, are sons and daughters, nephews of high-ranked Weatherman Underground uh, members back in the '70s that were blowing up uh, police police precincts. They um, actually uh, the left Democratic Weatherman Underground group is the only group that actually blew up the Capitol. That's the same Capitol that they told you that uh, that January 6th insurrection happened at. Yeah. The only time that capital has actually been under threat was from a left democratic uh, institution named the Weatherman Underground Group. They blew up the capital. But I digress. Um, what I'm trying to say is, if you think that voting for the Democratic Party is the party to vote for just because they seem to be uh, on this pro-abortion ride, on this women's health care ride, what I'm saying is, is there's only a matter of time before that narrative does not fit what they're being paid to push to the American people. And I'm not saying that they're that the neocon Republicans over on the uh, right side of the things aren't pushing that narrative too. You see that a lot with a lot of the um, neocons that they tell you, yeah, they're, they're for gun rights or they're for the Constitution, but they continue to vote for what BlackRock and... Uh, the elites want them to vote for you know they continue to vote for what the illuminati for what the establishment wants them to vote for and it's the conservative republicans those are the real republicans trying to stand up for america and they get labeled as terrorists they get labeled for more president with all sorts of different accusations and all this and that and it has nothing to do with the basis and what they're trying to actually push to america what they're trying to actually give to america which is just give freedom back to america ladies and gentlemen so 63 dead or 63 injured i'm sorry and 17 dead over labor day weekend ladies and gentlemen Almost 10 killed and 46 wounded, including a 13-year-old boy. Okay, including a 13-year-old boy in Chicago. A man was fatally shot in Philadelphia while standing or uh, sitting down on a bench at uh, uh, on uh, uh, 
I'm sorry, at Ridley Park in Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen. This is you know, and I can, and this is go. This goes on and on and on and on. Almost ten dead in a total over Philadelphia and Pennsylvania. There were almost eight. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, ten, uh, ten dead as well. Fifty-five shot. Just in the Friday through Friday and Saturday, and then followed up with a whole uh, with uh, almost fifteen. Uh, I'm sorry, almost a fit of what? Eight more, uh, eight more on Sunday. So almost that makes a total three of sixty-three. I apologize. Sometimes my math is not uh, isn't isn't that well. But I mean, if you want to think that you know what I mean, that we're getting any better, ladies and gentlemen, we're not. And of course. Um, what we all want to talk about, or at least what I want to continue to talk about, is the uh, team that went on a, a Facebook live stream and killed four people. Now, I actually uh, have the video. Uh, I'm not going to play it because it's, you know, I mean, if you want to, if you want to find that video, believe me, it's on the internet. You can still find it. You know, there's plenty of people that that recorded it just like I did, and you know, either they already put it out there or they haven't put it out there yet, but that it's out there. If you want to find it, you can go find the video. What I am going to say about this, um, this uh, teen that uh, killed four people on Facebook live stream, what I am going to say about this um, uh, young man is, uh, his name is Yuziki Dujin Kelly. Uh, 19, he was detained around 9 p.m. local time after authorities chased after a stolen vehicle he was driving, which he later crashed, according to Memphis uh, Police Chief Kirsten C.J. Davis. Now, the alleged, the alleged killer, this is how mainstream works. They said the alleged killer when he Facebook live the stream, but they still say alleged. It's simply amazing. Actually, you know what? I'm going to switch over to this other screen real quick so you guys can see what I'm reading. Um. Now, there's a person, uh, oh, of course, uh, I, I shouldn't say the killer. I should say the alleged killer that Facebook live streamed his killings on Facebook Live. The alleged killer, right? The alleged killer, because we want to be nice. Anyways, uh, the alleged killer had a re, uh, re-devised record with multiple felony charges pending against him. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. A repeat offender, Kelly was charged with attempted first-degree murder, but had but had it downgraded to an aggravated assault and a plea bargain in April 2021. Memphis Mayor Dream Strickland, uh, Jim Strickland, said during a press briefing he was sentenced to three years in prison, but was released 11 months later. You see what that says? Well, he was released 11 months later. An arrest warrant on the charge of a first-degree murder was already approved for Kelly on Wednesday before he committed the stream of shootings. The Homicide Division and other investigation units are actively working these crime scenes. Now, numerous felony charges are pending. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I want to say uh, about this situation right now. Like I just stated, I watched um, I watched that, that video before uh, Facebook Live uh, cut it off. What he was saying in the video was, it was very strange because he kept on saying, y'all think I'm kidding about this. Y'all think I'm not really about this stuff. Y'all think I'm just playing. And then when he goes into uh, a a business, he, well, uh, he immediately points the gun at a person and that you can actually see the person as his head goes up. 
His head goes up, and he sees a, he sees him point the gun straight at him, and he fires two shots. And as he's after he fires the two shots, he actually says, "I'm actually out here killing shit." And I, I've seen different reports, ladies and gentlemen, of, uh, of of newer reports of the main of mainstream media saying that he's out here. Stealing shit, I believe a couple of the terms was uh, I saw a CBS article and he said I'm really out here stealing shit and then another one was I'm really out here robbing shit and then I've seen another article uh, state another uh, another um, uh, You know another word um, I cannot remember but what I'm trying to say is is I, this is exactly why when these things happen this video that video needs to be released now I, I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna play because like I said before I, I don't I don't want to play that gruesome, you know I I played the Shinzu Abe assassination I played the Buffalo Market uh, live stream video I played some videos on here that will not be you know you can't find they're very hard to find on the internet and they're very very hard to find on any uh, on YouTube on any social media platform. But guys, honestly, I just don't want to. I just don't want to see it. Like I said, if you want to find that video and, and and actually see what I'm talking about, you guys can find it on on your own and watch it. You know, I'm I'm just not gonna play. I have it, and maybe eventually down the line, you know, I'll 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 put it on. I'll put a short little clip of, which is only like a three or four sec, maybe like a fifteen second video, twenty second video. But um, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe it, it, you know, I'll I'll play it. But I I don't. I'm, I don't want to play that gruesome shit, man. Um, excuse my language. But in uh, uh, pictures that are shown right as the police are walking him into or getting him into the police car, uh, the picture is uh, shown of him grinning with a sadistic, almost satanic-like picture. And there's all sorts of picture on, um, on Twitter of this man with guns, with uh, you know living that that thug life, and of course there's well, the way the algorithms work on the internet and on Twitter and on social media, they want those type of pictures to be shown to your children, to the world, so they can show the world what's culturally acceptable, ladies and gentlemen. But if you want to know what I'm talking about, this is what I'm talking about. Now, of course, this is like I said, this is the um, the picture, and this is exactly what I was talking about. This man actually looks up. Um, and 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 sees the gun before it fires. I can't imagine what this man was actually thinking as that um, as he looked up and saw that barrel. But um, uh, yeah, the, the video is probably about twenty seconds long, and I'm just gonna go to my uh, Twitter feed right here real quick. I uh, apologize. We go to these little threads right here. That is honestly hilarious right there. I don't know who did that, but that is freaking hilarious. Uh, hold on. Let me find these. Uh, let me find this picture 
these pictures of uh, him uh, flying around with money, and it's just it's 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 how these algorithm algorithms work. Because, like I said, this is, that's what they want to show you uh, on mainstream on uh, social media. They intentionally push the type of pictures I'm about to show you in front of your face because they want to show you what they want you to think is culturally acceptable. So this is one of, and they've, and like I said, they've uh, since uh, taken down his face, uh, his uh, Facebook social media platforms, and they've since taken down his, um, uh, you know, uh, what, what he was posting, but you all get the point I'm trying to make right here. You know, like you, you get the point of what I'm trying to say. Like, this is what they want to show to the children. Like, this is what they want to push. And then it's crazy and just, and it's amazing too, because just like that, you see how the Democrats, uh, uh, they're not, they're not going out there and they're not holding, you know, uh, uh, riot and protest after protest calling for defunding the police. They're not talking about how, oh, well, this is why we need to get rid of, uh, this is how, why we need to get rid of police. This is why we need to get rid of, uh, assault weapons, right? Because whenever it comes from gang figures or the real people that create, and I'm not saying and I'm not saying uh, uh, black people are the real people that are creating violence. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is the real people, meaning the evil people in this world that are creating insanity uh, all around amongst us and that are inviting in gang culture and in, 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 in violent culture. You know what I mean? This is the type of... This is the type of ideology and this is what the Democratic Party want to continue to bring to you and then call it social justice reform or they want to call it social equity, changing definitions. It's the same thing that the Nazis did right before they started rounding up the Jews and putting them into camps, ladies and gentlemen. I've said this multiple times on, on my podcast. How do you think they were able to round up that many people round up that many people and get away with it and not just get away with it but convince the ger- the ger- the convince the people of Germany that this is something that is okay to do and not only is it something uh, that is okay to do but it's something that we should do it's something that is called for, so to speak. You know what I mean? It's something that's called for. You know what I mean? It's something that needs to happen because, because of of this fake hallucinogens of this of this fake hallucinogen uh, of this fake hallucinogen of my neighbor and my people and the people around me are out to get me. Without the realization that the same people that are actually pushing to make your street more violent, make your neighborhoods less safe, are the same people that are telling you that we're for per, we're, we're pro-abortion, 
we're women, you know, we're for women's rights and all this other shenanigans, which is why you kind of see the Democratic Party. That's the only thing they have to write on right now is because it wasn't too long ago, like I said, and we're going to go back to it, that the Democratic Party were saying this. I'm willing to stand with community members who are asking us to think of that as the goal. Should be defunding or dismantling their police departments, such as in Minneapolis and, and New York. My answer is yes to that. We need to be looking at it clearly. Which means reallocating mm -hmm. um, and, and not further investing in a carceral state. Going through a process of dismantling that institution. So defunding the police um, for me. It means a reallocation of funds. Why use the word defund? Why use the word defund? And it's like, this is the word that's coming from the streets, you know? We're going to dissolve the gun violence reduction team, the school resource officer program, and the transit specialty units. You don't have one bad apple. You don't have four bad apples. You, you have a, a system-wide problem in that police department. And only by completely dismantling that system and rebuilding it intentionally with the community members at the table, do you have any hope of, of getting it right? Coming together as a community to reimagine what public safety looks like for us. Uh, we talk about defunding the police, uh, defund defunding the Pentagon. My push is that we defund our police departments. This idea of reprioritizing our budget and this idea of, of moving funds and reinvesting. It means that we need to look at ways in which we can reduce the amount of resources that we're providing to the department, redirect those funds. To make sure that um, that defund is first understood and that we bring that home to our community. So Minneapolis unanimously just voted on a resolution that will engage uh, the community uh, on a one-year process of what happens as we go through the process of dismantling the department and starting anew. And what we committed to was a community process to help reimagine public safety. The city council in Minneapolis made the right decision. So when we talk about defunding, it can show up in multiple ways. We obviously took money out of the NYPD budget, put it into youth programs, put it into social services, put it into recreation centers for young people. Um, that's really the, the right direction. I'm glad we did that. Not only do we need to defund, but we need to dismantle and start anew. Allows us to really reimagine what public safety should look like in our community. They keep telling you that, they keep telling you reimagine, you know, uh, uh, reimagine, reimagine while gangs live stream murdering people on Facebook Live. Reimagine you eating bugs because we're artificially killing the soil of the earth reimagine climate change because we are literally terraforming the earth's atmosphere with weather weaponology right now and then we're telling you and we're telling mainstream media that no this is called climate change reimagine you not being able to control your thermostat. Reimagine you not being able to turn on your lights when you want them to. Reimagine you not being able to go to the store and get toilet paper because now it's all about digital currency and your social network isn't, uh, let's just say, up to par. Reimagine that whole joke about you going to Facebook jail. Well, just reimagine on how all those times that you've been to Facebook jail. Well, just reimagine you getting a job and managers able to see that and then all of a sudden your social credit score 
You're not able to get a job because you don't fit the right narrative. You're not agreeing with the right things. This is terrorism introduced to us in another form. You remember George Bush and all the others back in the early 2000s all repeating the same thing, terrorism, terrorism. It's terrorists. Terrorists are going to kill you. Terrorists are in the back door. Terrorists are in your front door. Terrorists are underneath your bed. Oh, my freaking God, you're making spaghetti. Okay, well, there's a terrorist in the pasta. You know, I don't know how he got in there, but there's a terrorist in the pasta. Everyone can remember back in the early 2000s of the mainstream media and every single other politician on the left and the right saying the same thing. Terrorism, terrorism. There's terrorists everyone out there. And then the Twin Towers, they got blown up. It was terrorism. Terrorism. What a lie was being sold to us. There's never any WMDs in Iraq. That whole thing was a lie. We sent thousands of Americans over there to get murdered for companies and for certain industrial complexes that were involved in high up military coups out in, uh, out in the eastern parts of the world in the first place. That had a lot to do with invading and getting closer to invading Germany, uh, invading Russia or getting into uh, World War III parsay, uh, parlay with Russia. It had nothing to do with, with saving the little children or the 10,000 uh, people that were supposedly gassed by uh, Osama, uh, Saddam Hussein. And now we find out that that never happened at all. And the same people in the village were coming to find out they were actually ones that supported Saddam Hussein. It was all a lie, ladies and gentlemen. But you know, wasn't a lie? Was the terrorism, or I'm, I'm sorry, was the gaslighting of terrorism that they were giving to the American people. You remember all you remember back in the early 2000s all over mainstream media every single day terrorism terrorism and they were telling you you have to tell on your neighbors that's when I remember, I remember back in the early 2000s that's when they were starting to say if you see something say something the cops were starting to put up those billboards if you see something say something they're starting to put up those billboards that never trust your neighbor because your neighbor might be a terrorist I remember all that in the early 2000s but now look at the paranoia that it's brung now this is a new form of terrorism that they're introducing you they're prepping the American people for another 9-11 right now, just like they did in the early 2000s and the early 1990s, well before that. This is the reality of what they were talking about. Terrorism had nothing to do with uh, the uh, Muslims with the towel wrapped around their head about ready to blow you up. It had nothing to do with that. Terrorism, and, a, and you can even, uh, and, and I'm about to play a video for you guys where they tell you what terrorism is actually about it was for the american people that's why one of the first things they did after 9-11 one of the first things they did was introduce the patriot act the patriot act gave the federal government the let's say the ability and or the authority to take over and almost uh subjugate and subpoena if you will every single local police departments in the in the in the entirety of america suddenly if a, a, a local police department is under under an investigation well it can fall under federal statute thanks to the patriot act but it wouldn't even further that because with the patriot act that also included with the start uh, with, well I, it didn't really include with the start because it was already going on but with the legality which is what the which is what the fourth industrial Reich is doing right now. They need to make 
killing the American or at least the marginalization of America. They need to make them killing them legal, which is why one of the first things they did during, which is why they included in the Patriot Act, they made it legal to spy and to collect, collect data on everyday Americans. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been going on for a very, very long time. It's just the buildup of them needed, needing to make this legal, like them needing to make rounding up like they big, like uh, um, President Truman did uh, with the Japanese uh, internment camps here in America back in the 1940s uh, when we were going to war and stuff like that, where President Truman enacted uh, martial law and put, was putting Japanese uh, Americans in internment camps. He was putting them into actual did um, and into actual uh, encampment centers or whatever you want to call them, de detention camps. But um, I, I digress, ladies and gentlemen. That's why you see the Patriot Act being introduced. Uh, I keep on getting sidetracked. I apologize, but that's why they introduced the Patriot Act because slowly and slowly, and that's why they're all different laws and, and all the and the presidents. And all the presidents after President Bush, uh, Junior Bush, that is, continue to reauthorize the Patriot Act and put it back into legislation and then continue to drive and say to the American people, well, we need to pass the Patriot Act. Otherwise, American people are going to be under such threats of terror. But the Patriot Act, since its inception, has been used to kill the American people, collect data on the American people, even even um, use the American people for terrorism on American land, ladies and gentlemen. And now we're and now we can and now we can go even further into 2012s into you know, 2018, 2020, where the start of the defund the police agenda started, ladies and gentlemen. And then you see the other ideologies where they wanted to switch them uh, switch. Uh, the the money that's allocated, they wanted to switch it over into pri more privatized civilian use uh, establishments like the IRS, the uh, CPS, DHS. Uh, I, and this is here, and uh, DHS is here, and uh, you, you guys get the point. But what I'm trying to say is, is they they plan this so they can make the grandstand of the fourth Reich so they can make the grandstand so the fourth Reich can make the grandstand and start killing half of the American people but they're doing it legal and they convince at least half of the American people that well maybe these conservatives if they want to label them that these Republican conservatives these mega Republicans they just need to be in camps because they're shooting everyone and they're killing everyone and they're blowing stuff up they're not mentioning, and like I said, now mainstream media isn't even mentioning, as of right now, almost the 60 out of the 17 dead and almost 63 that were wounded in America throughout the Labor Day weekend. And that's just on the weekend. We followed up with actually another 18 shootings since then. So it's actually more than that. It's actually more than that because I think I think among those 17, I think like four or five of them died. But it's it's more than that. Because it's Thursday now. It's let me get to give you the exact date. It's September eighth, two thousand and twenty-two. It is Thursday, and we are in the grip of the real war of terrorism that was never for 
Al-Qaeda, the CIA built up operation, to Taliban, ISIS, they're all built up by the CIA, trained by the CIA as well. Actually, back in the early 1980s, you guys should look this up. Back in the early 1980s, there was a special force of Green Berets that trained up with certain Russian special forces, Spetnots, to train what would become as Taliban. Fact. So we are in a day where terrorism is becoming what it was and what it was always supposed to be. The war against Americans. Make no mistake, terrorism is a strategic war against our minds. I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Please, get up in the face of some Congress people. People will do what they do. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have relieved the whirlwind and you will pay a price. We're going to go in there, we're going to... This is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. And for those of you who are soldiers, make them pay. If you had to be stuck in an elevator with either President Trump, Mike Pence, or Jeff Sessions, who would it be? Does one of us have to come out alive? <laughs> this country was taken over by a group of people with a policy coup. Of the protests and the peace. I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives.
Crime, um, you know what I mean, hasn't, you know, hasn't been worse, you know what I mean, hasn't gotten better, and it doesn't fluctuate throughout the history that we go through that is about, that is of our lives, um, but what I'm saying by that is America and its uh, integrity and its, and its government as a whole, as an institution, is being artificially taken down. And the Patriot Act was the first nail that they shoved in the heart of the American body, ladies and gentlemen. Under the Patriot Act, the FBI can secretly conduct a physical search or a wiretap on American citizens to obtain evidence of crime without providing probable cause. Explicitly under the Fourth Amendment, which is more or less just our God-given right to say that we do not want another human being to stomp down or trample down on our uh, basic human rights, ladies and gentlemen. And then it went into the call to defund the police, where multiple states all across after the George Floyd, George Floyd riots we're all calling for the same thing. They're all calling for this, the dismantlement of the police force all across America. They're all calling for the dismantlement of police unions all across America. And they were calling for that money to be allocated to social service establishments like CPS, privatized, uh, privatized establishments like the IRS and this is all about building up the new, uh, the army of, that is, of Operation Gladio. And then it went even further than that with the Biden administration and uh, uh, President Biden trying to pass through 
the oh yes um uh the it, the policing act which was uh, uh base which was uh, just word mumbo and jumbo or is another it was another piece of legislation that the democratic party needed to reword so the american people wouldn't think that this the policing act that the biden administration tried to put through was not for defunding the police so they reword these things under the policing act and that was the second nail that they are trying to put in the coffin, the second nail that they are trying to edge into the American heart. So when it does come up to rounding up people um, here in the American heartland, um, when it does come to rounding up the American citizens, all these different legislations have made it legal to do so. So what I'm trying to say to you is the Patriot Act was the first law that if this if this was Adolf, if this was uh, during the Nazis uh, during the Nazi Third Reich before they started rounding up before they started to round up um, uh, people in poor neighborhoods the Jewish uh, the Jewish people and, and, and it wasn't just the Jews that they were rounding up by the way but before they started to do that they put in certain laws one of them being the uh, 22 uh, 22 articles of whatever that German name uh, German word is, but that those articles were in details of meaning that Jews cannot go in the same restaurants or Jews are not to be trusted around your kids. It was all different types of gaslighting. I'm not going to get into details, but what I'm trying to say is the Patriot Act was that first legislation that they needed to put into effect. So when it comes down to watching the american people well now the american people are subjugated to that they're a lot more okay with it because they've made it law they've made it law under the code or under the uh, shade of keeping the american people safe and then we go into time just a little bit with the announcement and the start and the starting of censorship in america immediately after the patriot act as well which is why you see youtube and all these other uh before um there you know before youtube was i, I don't want to say around everywhere because it was uh, it was but before it became a trend where everyone was on youtube everyone was on some type of social media platform but that's why you see this right after the patriot act was signed a few years down the line all of a sudden bam just like clockwork censorship and hard censorship. Alex Jones gets taken off the internet. And other people like Alex Jones were taken off the internet as well. And then you go just a little bit more in the time. Bam. Calls for uh, calls for defunding the police in multiple democratic state, uh, cities. Multiple different articles by mainstream media on the left and the right side all saying that the police are too dangerous and calls to, def a calls to defund the police are are what we need and oh we need to reallocate money to social service workers and the uh privatized establishments like this irs and uh, cps and other privatized establishments that do not and will not hold themselves accountable up to 
human law, you know, the health American law, but just a human law. They will go along with whatever new law that gets progressively pushed and put into legislation. So if they start making pedophilia legal like they are trying to do right now with them changing the definition of pedophilia over to maps, which is what they call minor attractive persons. But we, um, I'm going to stay on subject. So we go in, so then you can move into uh, further into history just a little bit. And think back to all the calls, all the, all the states that were calling for Democrat or for, uh, calling for defunding the police and the federal government saying that, yeah, we need to defund the police so we can then privatize and militari- militarize and then put our federalized police into your local states and counties, ladies and gentlemen. And then we can go even further than that into the Biden executive order of the Police Act, which is basically because once the Democratic Party or the main, the main, uh, the main industrial complex, the Fourth Reich, uh, the Fourth Reich realized that with the American people, the uh, saying of um, uh, defunding the police is not going to go over well with the American people. So then they started to try to reword it. And that's when you see the Biden administration uh, enacting legislations like the Policing Act, which inadvertently what what that really, really, really did is that forced police unions and police officers into acquiescing with any new ideology that is put into legislation by the new form of the, the new form of government that they're trying to establish right in front of our eyes meaning now if the police do not go along with the lgbtq programs or with the um the racial equity programs well then they can cut their funding and that's what the uh, the policing act was really really about ladies and gentlemen and then and then it went on to and then bam like clockwork just uh, just a little a few months down the line a year down the line even like clockwork the FBI introduces memos and they start to tell the American people that anyone that flies an American flag or a Getson flag or a don't tread on me flag or a police union flag or any of these other flags that you saw in the uh, FBI memo then they're considered a terrorist and they're considered extremists now you see how that works out, ladies and gentlemen. And then now Joe Biden is calling on a, on the American people to reject extremist Republicans who threaten democracy. The Biden administration is marginalizing and labeling the group. And that's what I'm saying by you can see this lead up all the way up to what terrorism was really, really about. Started with the Patriot Act. Oh no, that didn't. Or, you know that that worked okay. And then it moved on to calls to defund the police. Well, that didn't work. The American people didn't fall for that. Well, then they started to switch around the wordings, which is when they started using not equality but equity, and they started using the terms like racial equity, you know, maps, and all these other terms. So then the Biden administration and the uh, deep state introduced the Policy Act, which threaten the police unions and the police uh, in different states and different counties that if they did not acquiesce with this new form of ideology, then they were going to get their federal grant money stripped away, which is basically another form of defunding the police. And then like clockwork, the FBI introduced legislation 
and FBI introduced memos telling the American people that anyone who flies an American flag, a Getson flag, a Don't Tread on Me flag, these are your terrorists. The FBI tells you that these are your extremists. These are the people that are going to blow up buildings and shoot at people and stuff like that. And then it went up to Joe Biden saying it straight out with the Democratic Party telling the American people straight out, oh, you need to reject these mega Republicans because they're extremists, they're terrorists, and they're a threat to our democracy, ladies and gentlemen. When we just saw 17 people and counting, I think it's more or less around like uh, 21 people now, 17 people and almost 63 wounded all throughout Labor Day weekend. And it was all due to Democrat, uh, to gang violence, not gun violence like the mainstream media keeps on trying to tell you. They, they want to tell you, they want to continue to use that term gun violence so the American people and the younger generations get in their head that whenever someone shoots, whenever gangs start shooting each other, it's not the gangs that are the problem. It's not the uh, ideology or it's not the association with the gangs that are the problem. It's the guns. Oh, see, these gangs wouldn't be killing each other if there weren't guns around. No, that's the farthest thing from the truth. And, but that's not, that's what they're trying to tell you. Oh, well, they wouldn't be killing each other if there weren't guns around. That's why they always try to say gun violence. It's not gun violence. It's human violence. It's, it's gang violence. It's tribal violence, ladies and gentlemen. But they continue to try to change and misinterpret these terms to mentally and psychologically confuse you so you're unable to get out of the matrix that they have you in. If they're really, really worried about keeping the American people safe, they wouldn't be talking about gun violence all the time. They'd be talking about pharmaceutical companies that have gotten away with killing hundreds and hundreds of thousands of Americans like the like Purdue Pharma just did. They would be talking about the massive amounts of drugs that are getting brought in here from the Chinese government and the cartels and the CIA that's helping them push it through interstates and interstates here in America. Helping them push it through our borders. Killing thousands and thousands of Americans and, and addicting even more, millions and millions of more Americans. Some Americans that have never done it, they just randomly smoke a joint and now fentanyl is just suddenly in there. Suddenly they're addicted or they're dead. Ladies and gentlemen, if they really cared about the American people, they would be telling you about what's really, really killing the American people. And what's really, really killing the American people is the vaccines that they have introduced. And that is the slow kill of the American people. That's the slow kill that they're introducing to the American people. The fast kill is the mass migration. The fast kill is the Stockholm syndrome of conventionally of convincing half the American population that they should be okay with killing and genociding the other half of the American people. That is the true threat to America right now. And it's coming from the deep state. It's coming from mainstream media. It's coming from the elites that are trying to push the global reset right in front of your face while telling you at the same time, still to this day, there is no such thing as a new world order. There is no such thing as the great new reset. If they really cared about the American people, they would be hammering and telling the American people that the same operations that the CIA were using in, uh, during the Nicaraguan Wars with Contra and the same uh, 
training that they were doing with the Mexican drug lords and the Colombian drug cartels, that same operation that was going on back in the 1950s and 1960s and 1970s when it all came out with Barry Seal and, and, and uh, a bunch of others, a few generals came out and started uh, and talked about it too. That's the same operation that's happening with fentanyl, with the cartels. That's why uh, um, when El Chapo was arrested, when he was the first arrested, <coughs> excuse me, the CIA actually stepped in during court when El Chapo stated that, well, why are you guys charging me? I was hired by the CIA. The CIA were the ones that hired me to run these drugs across the border. The CIA entered the room and shut that court down, ladies and gentlemen. That's a fact, by the way. The same operation, the same playbooks that were happening back in the 1960s, 1950s, 1970s that were going on with crack cocaine, that's the same playbook they're using with fentanyl. And they're doing that same playbook because they're building up the war right in front of our faces. You know, like that, they're building up that that genocide towards the American people right in front of our faces while they're pushing the drugs to American people so they can stop the real revolution in the mind of America. And that's what this hard push of drugs is really, really about. The same thing they did in the 70s and 60s and 50s because the American people were waking up just like they are right now. And then boom, just like clockwork, the same playbook that they did in the 70s with the hippie, with the, you know, with the hippie um, genre and the new drugs that were being introduced. And now we all know that was all part of MK Ultra, you know, um, and, and all different part of these black operations that were going on like Operation Climax and all these different secret operations that were going on being pushed to the American people to stop the revolution in the mind. They're doing that same playbook right now, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to a quick little break. We'll be right back. I can no longer sit back and allow communist infiltration, communist indoctrination, communist subversion, and the international communist conspiracy to sap and purify all of our precious bodily fluids. This would mean that the CIA could manipulate the news in the United States by channeling it through some foreign country. Look at that very carefully. It's incredibly obvious, isn't it? A foreign substance is introduced into our precious bodily fluids. Operation Midnight Climax. Without the knowledge of the individual, on what had transpired in September and October and November of 1985. As a result of a three-part series of articles entitled Dark Alliance, published in the San Jose Mercury News, this series of articles alleged that the CIA, in conjunction with the Nicaraguan Drug Network, introduced crack cocaine into Los Angeles and then funneled proceeds from the sales of crack to Congress to help fund their war. 
If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place, letting your voice be heard to the world. Anchor has the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, so let's get it going. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is anchor.fm to get started, ladies and gentlemen. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So let your voice be heard. Stand up for freedom. Stand up for injustice. And fight for your family. Thank you very much for joining me in this second hour. So the Patriot Act, ladies and gentlemen, the Patriot Act was created to go after Americans to get rid of the Fourth Amendment, but it was more really, really about about the the institutionalization of the American people to get them acclimated to getting used to getting spied on, to getting used to to having uh, state and local police being militarized, getting used to the acclimatization of always depending on the state and always being tracked and traced by the state, ladies and gentlemen. And then we went even, and then you can see it like clockwork with the 
planned planned storm of Hurricane Katrina, which now we know, uh, thanks to uh, certain leaked documents, that Hurricane Katrina was actually an artificial man-made hurricane. They did that on purpose, ladies and gentlemen. And then, bam, once again, the housing market kicks in, kicks into progress with BlackRock and Vanguard pummeling and funneling the housing crash, then completely devising it. And then, just like more clockwork, we have calls for defunding the police. We have calls for socializing the police unions. And once the American people realized that they were going to fall for it, once the American people decided that that's the stupidest thing that you could do, well, then the military-industrial complex uh, had George Soros fund Black Lives Matter to riot and to pillage and to kill their own neighborhoods and destroy their own neighborhoods, ladies and gentlemen. Now, since that did not work out, further down we go down the rabbit hole with the Biden administration being told to enact things like legislations like the Policing Act, which was another which was basically another form of defunding the police, meaning if the state police and your local police of the local municipalities do not follow along with what the federal government wants them to follow along with, and right now it's LGBTQ agendas, letting grown men grope your children, and, uh, and um, critical race theory, uh, making sure that if you're a white cop in the police force that you are trash and you should always buckle down to the you know to the to the black man and then just like more clockwork ladies and gentlemen now the democratic and i'm not i'm trying my hardest to stay away from the left and the right paradigm i'm just calling it what it is the democratic party is along with the biden administration is just telling the american people basically this is your enemies the mega republicans the christians the gun owners Anyone that questions elections, anyone that has any uh, type of real thoughts of their own, these are your real enemies. And they're all playing the race card all against each other, ladies and gentlemen. It's all a, a game, a huge, huge, terrible, bloody game, okay? Uh, of course it will make white people angry. Of course! Why? Because the pigmentation of their skin determines their destiny? Excuse me? That is insane on one hand, but on the other hand, it's a part of a plan. If you keep pounding people and pushing people, okay? I'm not saying that there is no racism in this country, of course, but it's not just in this country, and it's not just on one side. It is in many countries all over the world, by the way, including communist China. I'm not anti-Chinese, but I am anti-tyranny. I am anti the propaganda that we get that passes for so-called uh, news. It's not news. It's propaganda. And there's a big, big difference. So I think all of us need to grow the freak up. Stand up and understand. Once we understand, there's very little they can do. I'll say the most effective way to control people is to what? Control their minds. Control how they think. Make sure that they really don't critically think. Make sure that they're robots. To be robotic. I got the vaccine. You got the vaccine. They got the vaccine. 
Until today, ladies and gentlemen, do you understand what I'm saying to you? To obtain a house right now would be almost impractical and not only impractical, but just kind of pointless at, at, at this time. Even if you are uh, able to obtain a house and buy a house, uh, uh, affording the mortgage with the type of mortgage that the banks are putting in place, they're impossible. And let's say, and let's say you're able to afford it, give it one more year, thanks to different types of legislations that's being enacted. And these sanctions are still going on with the Biden administration. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? This is all artificial. America is being brought down by design. 
So while there's been all these dead over this Labor Day weekend, 72 wounded, 21 killed, what is the Democratic and what is the what is the uh, military industrial complex doing? What are the globalists doing right now? Where they're telling Joe Biden to do this, to go after your guns, something that I was getting made fun of all across Twitter all the time. Uh, unfortunately, I, I'm just going to call for what it is by by the, the the you know the left Democratic libtards or by a bunch of Nazis. They're all telling me, oh yeah, they're all. Right-wingers are so crazy. They're conspiracy theorists. No one's going to come after your guns. No one's coming after your guns is what I was told. And just like clockwork, this is what I see. We took on the NRA and we beat them. We just passed the first significant gun safety legislation in 30 years in this country. And I promise you we're not stopping here. So you can easily just ask, okay, well, what is what is an assault rifle? I've asked so I have asked almost every single one of my senators. Well, I, I I should be honest. I've asked five of my left Democratic senators here in the state of Nebraska on social media, what is an assault rifle? As soon as they say, well, we're gonna we're supporting banning assault rifles. Do they have any idea what they are doing? You can see this being built up over time. Literally, like them testing on SWAT teaming neighborhoods for assault for guns, that was practiced back in the 1960s with the Black Codes. And that was even moved even further than that with the Patriot Act being institutionalized. And then, like I said, like freaking clockwork, ladies and gentlemen, you see Hurricane Katrina, which, well, like I said, thanks to HARP, thanks HARP, thanks to HARPA, you can go on their website and they legitly have. The weather patterns from the Hurricane Katrina fucking oh my, that's 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 the first one. That's the second one. Is that the second one? You can literally see Hurricane the Hurricane Weather Katrina's weather patterns on their website, and they say this is the program that we ran back in two thousand freaking two thousand and one. This is the same. This is the program that we ran, and then you look at the same weather patterns that were happening on the day of Hurricane Katrina, and lo and behold. They look exactly alike. And then, bam, housing market crash. Bam, all done by design. You BlackRock and Vanguard flooded the market with Chinese commerce. And then all of a sudden, no one is no one is popping in the house. Bam, calls it upon the police. And, 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 and I want you guys to keep in mind, this is all during them driving this in your mind that this is terrorism. They're terrorists everywhere. You know, they like this, this whole terrorism notation never really, really stopped to them. That's why they wanted to institutionalize everyone and the notion of terrorism being everywhere. The notion of your neighbor being a terrorist. That's why, like I said in our, my first hour, that's why you were starting to see from the police forces, unfortunately, I don't think, unfortunately, I don't think they were doing it. I just don't think they were aware of what these were actually going to be used for in the future. So now you can go to your uh, police precinct and you'll see you see, you'll see a gun with a big uh, a big circle and a slash mark across it, and they'll say if you see a gun, call the police. Or you see oh you'll see another poster saying if you see something, say something. Do you see how this has been built up over time? 
the acclimatization, the Stockholm Syndrome, them convincing the American people that their enemy is their neighbor. And then lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? Remember, they're going to defund the police and then the FBI comes out with training manuals and materials that are linking the Gatson flag, the United States flag, the freaking don't shut on me flag, the police Bannon Union flag. All of these different flags are supposedly related to domestic. These are extremists. If you see someone that has these type of flags, they're extremists. And what do you think people are going to think of? Terrorism. That's all they heard back in the early 2000s and even before that. Terrorists start coming. Can you George Bush to terrorism? Terrorism is everywhere. Terrorism. Terrorism this, terrorism that. They're building everyone, they're building everyone up. So when they so when they decide to start locking everyone up in detention camps, or they're gonna call them research facilities, they're gonna call them metaverse facilities, they're gonna they're gonna have research metaverse facilities where they voluntarily bring everyone to and they're going to say, well, this is going to be like a new library. That's the way our libraries, that's the way, do you guys know that the American Library Institution right now, right now are in this grand design to remake libraries to what we know it. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to set up the libraries to where you, when you walk in, you no longer get your hands on books because all the books are going to be in the back and they're going to have to have special permission to check out any book. But you're going to be able to sign into the metaverse. Oh, shit. I know. This is going to be insane. You're going to be able to sign into the metaverse, and everything you do on the metaverse is all going to be, what, tracked and traced. You're not going to be able to get into the different platforms like you are used to when you walk into the library and just hop on a computer or look through the book aisle and find that one book that you were looking for. No, 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 no. Right now, they're in the middle of redeveloping the, the, the library institution here in America. And it's all going to be about getting everyone on the metaverse, ladies and gentlemen. I, I'm not, you can't make this shit up. Look it up. Look it up. Now you have smart meters going into people's houses. California banned gas. And then they told everyone not to charge their electric cars. And then, and then they turned around and started putting water water meters in there, essentially, to control when and how, when and where you turn on water. You see how that works? And then, they, and then they tell you, well, this is all climate change, ladies and gentlemen. This is climate change. This is climate. And, and, and you know what the saddest thing is? Is the people are being. They don't even understand that they're being acclimated to think that they are the problem. We're not the problem. Okay, we're not flying in on private jets, going to climate change summits, spitting out 75,000 tons of emissions, more than we could put off with our cars in 10 years. And they're flying around the entire planet. These people like car Schwab's, the economic war form, the wiser, the, uh, the wiser uh, house. The Windsor House, I'm sorry, the Windsor House. So we're about ready to get to the Wicked Witch is gone too. The Windsor House. These people are, are flying around these type, and they're telling you, and I'm not, and listen, I'm not, I'm, I'm not shading or throwing glass or throwing a, a fuel on the whole. If you are amazingly rich, you need to give away all your money because no one needs to be that rich. I'm not throwing shades on that. And that's another part of the institutionalization that they want to try to convince you of. That's very Bolshevik in nature. They want to convince you that if you're rich, then you need to get away all your money or you need to be very, very socialized and you need to be ready to give away everything that you've uh, accomplished over the time and over the span of your life. That's very Bolshevik in nature. And I'm not throwing shades at people that do very well for themselves. But and it's not the people that are doing very, very well for themselves. It's not the billionaires. 
that are out here that are out here creating vaccines. We don't have poppy fields in our fucking backyards. That is the third one. That's all I get. We don't have these poppy fields in our backyard. We're not the ones that created Oxycontin and then killed hundreds of thousands of Americans. We're not the ones that made fentanyl in a Chinese laboratory and then gave it to the Chinese triads and the Chinese triads worked with super Brazilian cartels and Colombian cartels and Mexican cartels and they fly it around the whole freaking planet. We're not the ones that are doing this. We're not the ones that are changing, artificially changing the climate. You know, like the whole idea of this climate change in nature is amazing to me. It's astonishing to me because, I, you know, and you know why? You know why, ladies and gentlemen, this is why. In the 20th century, clouds were seeded by numerous countries around the globe with various chemicals to produce rain. China was just doing this over the summer in Beijing to make sure that there weren't any uh, rain, that there wasn't any rain during the Olympics. But all this has changed dramatically with the U.S. military secretive research and plans to control tell you is climate change they create another drug and then use the same playbook that they were using in the 1960s throughout the 1960s into the 1990s with crack cocaine with the cartels and other countries they use the same playbook that they're using with crack and now they're using that same playbook with fentanyl and then they tell you it's gun violence they put a finger at the marginalization and they put a finger on the label. So then the people that are not critically thinking because they are lost in the matrix, well, then they look to those people like, yes, you are the cause for why my life is so horrible, leaving no accountability for what you are doing at an everyday basis. Are you being a better person? 
And not just the right of it. No, are you waking up and being an individual better person for yourself? Not worried about being a better person for this person or that person. No, are you doing it for yourself? Or are you lost in the matrix? Have you lost yourself in their notations of the boogeyman? And their notations of who is your enemy? Because it's not your neighbor. And it's not the people on the street. Now, that does not mean that they cannot be combatants. We're all capable of evil nature, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just simply the one that is telling you that they're giving you another boogeyman, the same boogeyman that they gave you in 2001. Make no mistake, terrorism is a strategic war against our minds.
They've introduced smart meters in California and other uh, left democratic states to control the air conditioning or your heater. So you end up in that FEMA camp in the dead winter. You end up in that recreational facility that they're creating because they control your energy. They control when you use your water. And it's not conspiracy theory anymore. That's the craziest thing because they are doing it right now. They're doing it while Biden, the Biden administration announces the war on a the Amer, a war on American people, while gang violence is running rampant in America, while murder is easily accessible for crying out loud. And I'm saying that, and, and I'm assuming that I'm saying that in a user term, meaning if you murder someone nowadays, especially in left democratic states, you're more likely to get off this very same day, at least out on bond, in which we now know that was the case of the man in um, Memphis that went on Facebook live stream and shot four people dead. And then, and then you know what the craziest thing. And then on top of that, we find, we're finding out that he was out on bail prior to another murder. He only spent 17 months for another murder, and he was out on bail for that. And then he went on Facebook Live and went and shot up everything. And what is the Democratic or what is the Biden administration? What is their answer to take away our right to self-defense? And they have everyone else in America believing that taking away people's right to self-defense is not really about the gun. You have to understand that. And whenever they give you this talking point, that when they, I, I, you know, they say that, well, the founding fathers they didn't, ex they didn't uh, expect there to be M16s, or they didn't, the founding fathers didn't realize there'd be this type of hardware around when it comes to firearms. Well, this is a Jedi mind trick that had nothing to do with what the Second Amendment was ultimately really, really about. The gun was a tool inside of an inside of the second amendment it was a tool to be used but the second amendment has everything to do to stop a tyrannical government to stop tyranny whether it be from the government or from your own neighbors at times that is what firearms are all about now we've introduced introduced and we've socialized everybody thanks to the education in our in America, ladies and gentlemen, that goes all the way back to 1800s. One of the smartest things we can do, and one of the best things we can do right now, is change our educational system back in to focusing on intellect and intelligence, and it's, and to be intellectual, to have knowledge as opposed to being smart. And those are two different definitions. They are two different things. And we have been socialized for so long. That is why it's so easy for school systems to go along with any new cultural, new agenda, because they've already been socialized in a way to fit the new cultural, the new ideology that it's shifting to in the culture of, that is of America. That's why. It's because of our educational systems. We've, we've been indoctrinated to be social, to think that, okay, we have to include everyone. To have this idea to accept everyone and everything. 
And that's exactly how we get, uh, you know, murderous rampagers that go out there on Facebook Live and shoot up everything. That's where we get these gangs beating the hell out of women. And then and then the ACLU and the FBI fake freaking statistics and they get caught for and then they get caught doing it too, faking statistics telling the American people that it's the, the white men with the gun or it's the gun owners that are out here killing everyone. And then they gaslit everyone on the January 6th insurrection. Now we know for a fact, it is a fact, that over 25 ATF and FBI members were part of, it, it, directly a part of the right, directly a part of the right on January 6th. But the American people have already been fed this 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 food of it was an insurrection and all the riots that we saw were all about people being angry and a need to fight back and all this and that but it was really really orchestrated and arbitrated and funded by the same elites that are doing the same things that they're doing to us right now so you can take a look back in time and see all the all the founding all the people that have died fighting the globalists ladies and gentlemen because there have been so many people that have died and it's not just been on the right wing side if you think uh think like that there's been plenty of people over on the democratic side especially back in the 1970s with the black panther party that were on the democratic side that believed in the republic they strive for a republic. I was telling you guys during the first hour, the real Black Panther Party, Black Panther Party, they're mainly all Republicans. Now, they believed in a democracy amongst their units, but they were ultimately, and they acted as a republic. This new Black Panther Party can go itself in so many different ways. I'm not kidding about that. You know, and, and the worst thing about this whole thing is, is we are watching this right in front of our eyes. You know, the American people are so institutionalized and we're so okay with everything that happens. You know, like after the after the Twin Towers got blown up, you know, like all these all the questions in the world were coming up with some of the same people. Did you know that George Bush was actually confronted by the New York Fire Department after 9-11? Three weeks prior when he held that press briefing in March in March uh what was it, March fifteenth? Was it March fifteenth or March twenty first? Uh, one of those month, uh, one of those uh, around that time, and he had a, held a meeting, and the New York Fire Department was yelling at the top of their lungs, telling and, and like asking George Bush to ask real questions to let the American people what they actually saw and heard on that day of 9-11, ladies and gentlemen, but they all got shut down. Two brothers were actually killed. Some of the same, one of the brothers was killed in the Twin Towers and he was talking to his other brother and the audio recording of it, ladies and gentlemen, is completely wiped off the internet. Um, I, I, I don't even have a copy of it, but I'm sure I can find it if I look hard enough. Um, of him saying, hey, there's explosions going off in here. That was definitely an explosion. And then right on cue, okay, that's there's explosions going off. Uh, I'm getting out of here. I'm grabbing this person. I'm getting out of here. And then boom, like that, you hear the wall come down on him and he's dead. Shortly after that, the other brother, the same brother that was talking to him was asking too many questions and he shows up dead in his house uh, of, of over apparent suicide, ladies and gentlemen. 
And you know what? Like I said, it same goes on the uh, if you think people haven't been dying over exposing what we are exposing right now, then you are so far from wrong. And it's just that they have wiped it from history, which is why it's it, it people don't think that any of this is real because they're like, well, if this is real, people would be dying left and right. People have been dying left and right over time. Over the span of probably the nineteen since nineteen uh, probably before that, since 1845, I'm guessing, is when we started setting up groups like the No Name, uh, the No Name Men, were, uh, which were directly involved in the Civil War. We were the, uh, if you don't know Nebraska history, you come to find out that Nebraska actually has rich and glorifying and just miraculous history. Um, it, if it wasn't for uh, the Know Nothing militia in Nebraska, the Civil War would have never happened. The Know Nothing men consist of around 60% uh, black and uh, Native Americans, and the rest were white men. And uh, they all were the ones that decided enough talk, because that's all New York City was doing, the Republicans in New York City were doing, was talking and talking. And it was the Know Nothing men here in the state of Nebraska that decided, we're done talking, we will make every human being free here in this country and we are going to fight for it and we are done discussing with these people that have these thoughts in their mind and are passing these types of legislations and that are killing and robbing and enslaving people we are done discussing it with these people we will pick up arms and if it wasn't for the know nothing militia in the state of nebraska the civil war would have never happened ladies and gentlemen so if you think that people have not been dying over this cause, it is only because they have hidden it from you. I want you to research Fred Hampton that was killed by the Chicago police, shot over 17 times. You can find pictures still to this day of the Chicago police smiling, bringing him out of his house that they shot into uh, pieces, almost killing his children, uh, shooting directly into his room that he was at. Came in, popped him one with a shotgun, point blank range, right from his children. Fred Hampton was a very, very outspoken speaker of the time and spoke very fluently about giving all rights back to the people, no matter your color or race. But this new Black Panther we have party we have nowadays, this new Black Lives Matter party nowadays, it's Nazi funded. And that's why they're not able to really, really support the people. That's not that's why they're not they're not able to come out and tell the people the truth of what's really, really going on. Who's funding this? You know, these textbooks uh, still talk about World War Two as if it started over the Nazis and what they were doing, ladies and gentlemen, and had nothing to do with that. World War II was deliberately created out of a trade deal gone wrong with elites in the Western Hemisphere and the elites in the Eastern Hemisphere involving the Israeli, uh, Israeli or, uh, or I guess uh, what would be uh, called the Rothschilds and the Weisenhardt families. And the Thyssen, uh, the Thyssen family was a very big one, which created uh, the steel giant uh, for the Nazi party. The Thyssen family actually came over, uh, was actually directly connected to the uh, Bush family and came over after World War II through Operation Paperclip and set up uh, one of their uh, one of their 
institutions that they first set up was actually NASA, and that was a head a headstead by a Nazi himself, uh, Van Rom. But my point is, ladies and gentlemen, what we are seeing right now has been worked up for a very long time, and they've slowly acclimated the American people into acquiescing into this New World Order agenda. That's why I always go back to the Patriot Act, because the Patriot Act was really the first the first stone, the first wall that they built to imprisoning the American people. It was a digital wall that they built up to make it legal. The same thing that the Nazis did before they started to round up Jews. They needed it to make what they were doing legal. So when they started to do it, well, the German people were already acclimated to think that, well, these, these Jews, they deserve it, obviously, because we've been seeing nothing but... Nazi propaganda showing the Jews in a certain kind of light, showing the Jews in this kind of way. The same thing that you're seeing now with the mega Republicans, the conservatives, the gun owners, the Christians, you know, anyone that questions elections, anyone that believes that climate change is bullshit, which it is. That's not communism, is it? It's not. Anyways, anyone that questions has their own mind. This is the same formula that the Nazis did. They needed to marginalize a group. So they can get the rest of the population okay with killing them. And the Patriot Act was the first digital wall that they wanted to put around us. And then they started to enact HARPA. And then they 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 pulled Hurricane Katrina. And then the police went around New Orleans telling everyone in the state, telling everyone in the state, you have no Second Amendment. And they had National Guard pointing high high ammo uh, high let's just say um very very um, uh, high caliber weapons at citizens that were able to sustain within their house and they're having blackhawks go over their house telling them that either you're going to give up your guns or we're going to kill your ass and that was all done by design and then like clockwork like i'm saying again man housing market and that was done to get everyone into apartments because that's that's what this is really, really all about. Why do you think they keep on building more apartments than they do houses nowadays? It's the same. It's the same idea. It's, you know, it's, it's the same. It's the same example of, OK, so why do they keep on telling you that overpopulation is so horrible and, and it's, it's something that we need to address when we run out of more adult diapers than we do baby diapers? How does that work out? If overpopulation was really, really a thing, then we'd be running out of baby diapers like that. I mean, we like that. There wouldn't be baby diapers on the shelf. And not done by design like the Biden administration did when he, when he took away baby formula. Because this is a plan of depopulation. The same thing goes with what I was just saying, guys. This isn't, it's not that this is not, this is, it's not that, like I keep on saying, guys. It's not that this hasn't been set into place. They've been doing it over the last decade, a few decades. They've been really marching up the fourth right. So with the housing market, bam, and then they started immediately. What did we see? BlackRock and Vanguard immediately started to invest into buying up all the houses, which they are unfortunately owned by the Chinese PLA. Let's talk about invasion. It's called warfare. This is another form of warfare, ladies and gentlemen. So, bam, they buy up all the houses, and then they outprice every every middle-class American or even lower-middle-class American of having a dream of getting a house. Bam, 
defunding the police comes into effect. Riots start happening, all funded by George Soros and neo-Nazis across the way. And by the way, the British family, we're going to get to the Queen dying, but the British family, they're not British. They're Anglo-Saxon. They're not British at all. But anyways, bam, riots start happening. Insurance payouts go through the roof with buildings that have to collect insurance from all the riots. And then the insurance companies say, well, we can't afford to pay out all these millions and billions and billions of dollars, almost $6 billion from the riots caused 24 women raped and all just that during that first year of the riot, 24 women raped. That was just solely in the Portland block that they set up during those riots. And then bam, bam, just like more clockwork. The Biden administration and the FBI sends out memos and material telling the American people what to look for when it call when it when it comes to terrorism, extremism, people that are going to blow up stuff and shoot at everyone, indoctrinating the people of the new terrorists, ladies and gentlemen. That's what this has been all about. Why do you think they put the Patriot Act? Why do you think they enacted the Patriot Act back in two thousand one? After the Twin Towers were blown up, because they knew if they would have just imagine if they if the Biden administration tried to put the try to put the Patriot Act in right now, after the FBI releases memos like that, just imagine, just imagine, American people would be scared shitless, and it wouldn't and it wouldn't matter whether you're on the left or the right side. They would be scared crapless because they have a government that not only just released those memos uh, memos uh, telling them that the American people are terrorists, and then they enact the Patriot Act, which is basically calling the American people terrorists and making it legal for the government and the military to kill your ass legally and to put you into black site legally, the American people would freak out. But because they did it back then, the American people don't, they don't think about it. We don't, we're not paying it no mind, ladies and gentlemen. We're not putting all these dots and connecting them. And this is a conspiracy theory because you can see it all for yourself. Bam, just like clockwork, ladies and gentlemen. This is the global reset. This is the new world order. And where and more is only waged by those who have the knowledge and the ability to wage it. So when we build the post-COVID world, when we do the great reset, one of the most important places to start will be to ensure that the fruits of the fourth industrial revolution are really shared by all. Now our verified team is looking into claims about fires after several U.S. food processing plants went up in flames in recent months. Recent fires at food processing plants across the U.S. have several people speculating online if something else is behind them. This tweet notes a quote, odd coincidence that quote, 18 U.S. food processing facilities burned down in the last six months.
These are all the steps to an invasion from a foreign country, ladies and gentlemen. This is warfare. A little something that we have forgotten because of being comfortable, being complicit, being okay with the little things that go by. And then we see those little things turn into big things. And this relationship that we have with the government is just that. It is a relationship. And we have been abused and used and lied to for way too long for us to stay in this left or right paradigm, ladies and gentlemen. Because it's not that your values do not match up with mine that I have a problem with. It is that we you will not accept that we will be we are being targeted for depopulation. We are being targeted, and we have been being targeted for a very, very long time. Now, I saw a study just uh, just earlier where it's saying that life expectancy in the world has dropped by seven years. This is a, I, I'm not kidding about this uh, either. This is an actual uh, um, uh, paper that was published by um, uh, Harvard University. And a few others. Uh, Harvard University has one. Phoenix University has one. Princeton University has one. And a few. And, and like I said, uh, you can find a few other articles where they're all saying the same thing. Life expectancy in the world has fallen back seven years, ladies and gentlemen. It has went back seven years. So let's say life expectancy. I believe it was at uh, uh, ninety years old during uh, in a, around like 2018, 2016, I believe. Well, now. Um, 
you're not going to be living until 90. You might live until 80, you know, 80, 82, 81, you know. But, of course, you're not going to say anything that might have anything to do with the vaccinations, the forced experimentation that was just implemented on the American people. They want to continue to tell you that you are the problem for why the uh, uh, earth is spiraling out of control. It's not the hospitals. It's not the, the state of the mind that's the problem. They know they want to tell, they want to point their fingers at you and say, you are, you are the problem. Your physical being in this world is a problem. So they can convince you to not have kids, to not live a happy, fruitful life. And then on top of that, they want you to hate yourself and hate everything else around you, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's a big it's it's a big conundrum, guys. And I just want to let you guys all know that we are not the problem. The people are the solution. And it does not matter whether you're on the left or the right side. What we need to understand is, is that we are being set up and targeted targeted for depopulation. For a mass genocide, especially here in America, they haven't been building all this up just to play teacup with us. They've been building this up for a very long time. So when they decide to pull the electrical grid, when they decide to say, all right, well, you know what? We're, we're, getting, we're getting rid of the guns. We're going to start kicking in doors. Well, they already have all these different groups already set into place. And they have the legality to do it. Because if they were doing it illegal, then it would be challenged in court. And then other groups would start forming. But if they do it legally, oh, well, we're killing everyone legally. What do, what do you mean? This is legal. We're doing it legal. We, we're, we're rounding up the American people legally. This, they put in the Patriot Act. It's legal. It's legal. All we got to do is, is tell the American people that they are the threat. They're the extremists, like the Biden administration is doing right now. And all this is going on while they tell everyone that's talking about some of the stuff they're implementing and the and and all the legislations that they're pushing through, like the Police Act, the Patriot Act. Like, you know, like we shouldn't just revisit these legislations and think to ourselves, you know, I think if the FBI and um, the federal government is going to be marginalizing or labeling uh, some of the American people, about 50% of the American people, um, terrorists, then maybe we should get rid of uh, some parts in that Patriot Act, mainly all of it. This is going on while they tell you there is no such thing as a great reset. And anybody that says that we're going to be putting in smart meters, or you remember that chip that, uh, what's her name, went on uh, live, tele uh, live television? Um, I, I can't remember. I don't think it was show, not show, bro. What, what's her name? Uh, she went on live television and got her baby the 666 uh, chip, ladies and gentlemen. You remember that? Now think about the mRNA vaccines. The BioNTech, the NRNA technology that they introduced to the American people on live television with celebrities broadcasting it, Hollywood saying that, oh my God, this is the future. Kind of like they're doing now with bugs. Kind of like they're doing now with the green energy thing, getting the American people used to having the federal government, having your local police enforce water valve cutoff uh, joints or uh, uh, water, water cutoffs. 
to where they decide when you use your water. They decide when you take your shower. It's 4 o'clock in the morning. You're not taking a shower right now. I don't care if you have work at 5. None of that matters. Your water's off. It doesn't matter. It's it's below. It's, it's, it's 10 degrees below zero in your state. Well, guess what? We're not turning on your heater. But you can go. But here's where they'll get you. They'll say you can go to our new recreational facility or maybe go to our one of our new libraries that the American Library Institution is in the middle of revitalizing right now. Getting rid of books and then setting up a metaverse in public libraries. Which, and unfortunately, guess where a lot of people hang out? Well, a lot of crackheads go there. A lot of meth heads go to your local libraries nowadays. Let's just say it's not all that you know kid-friendly nowadays. But even when they do have, uh, you know, uh, the kids from school come there, it's still a big sham. So guess where the kids from school are going to be going to, though? Either way it goes. Either way it goes. Guess where the kids are going to be going to libraries, going to the library. But this library isn't going to have books. It's going to have institutionalized remarks to get your kids acclimated into what? The metaverse. Which is why, get this, and get this also, one of the biggest endorsers of the American Library Institution, as it states right now, Silicon Valley. Inadvertently, directly, Mark Zuckerberg, too. It's a known CIA agent, too. So they tell you green climate change? They're artificially destroying the planet. They're terraforming the, they're terraforming the freaking planet right now. And then, and then they're giving us nRNA technology vaccines that have never been implemented, never been experimented on at a grand mass as such as this. And even when it even when it was experimented and even when they did test on there, people died left and right. The pregnant women, almost 55 pregnant women during the trials with Pfizer and BioNTech that took the vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccine, 20 or was it not it was 20 was it it was 34 34 to 29 and then died i can't remember the exact number so like i'm just it was well over half of the proportion of the 55 that died their babies i'm sorry their babies died and we're having hospitals tell pregnant women to get vaccinated we're having hospitals, we're having fire departments, we're having police uh, police precincts in some states. And thank God not in our state that haven't been joining the LGBT group, but I think that's because of everything that they witnessed over the riots and stuff like that kind of rubbed them wrong to be called racist and, and all this and that for about two years straight and then be deplatformed, socialized, um, you know what I mean? Now they have this whole new critical race theory um, formula. When you become, a, when you become a, a police here in Omaha, Nebraska, you're in the critical race theory right off the jump. They start institutionalizing you. They make sure that you know that, well, you're white, so that means you're racist. They make sure to tell you, you will not discriminate against any race. You will not discriminate against any race. They probably make you sign like two different waivers, I'm guessing, of the same exact thing, same exact thing, basically quoting that, you will not discriminate against any race, sex, or origin. But that what that really, really means is those people that are on the other side, they can discriminate against you because they're the other people on the opposite side of your personal opinions. That's why whenever you hear the term discrimination, and I'm not saying racism isn't happening. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. But it's these terms that they're, that they're using witchcraft on. 
he's you know like discrimination it's a jedi mind trick to say that because as soon as you say that aren't you the one that's discriminating against the other person because that's the way they're thinking who so who's to say you're not discriminating against them for the way that they're thinking or for the way that they feel I'm not saying that racism doesn't happen. I'm just saying they're putting they're putting these new definitions and these new terminologies out there to convince the American people to be victims with no accountability, to be psychopaths with no empathy towards your other human being. And they're doing that by design so they can convince you when they give you, like right now, they're giving you that new boogeyman so they can convince you when the time comes and the electrical grid shut off and they say it's climate change, it's climate, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the, you know, the war is here, whatever they claim. They're going to point at that enemy. Just the same thing they did in 2001. They fake, they, they fucking blew up two of our towers and then they dragged us into a war. And keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, there, we never found those WMDs in Iraq. <laughs> okay, I know everyone was so happy about Alex Jones, you know, getting um, getting uh, uh, sued for uh, what was it, forty-seven million dollars? I know everyone was so happy about him getting sued for the uh, for him, uh, uh, you know, creating conspiracy theories with the Sandy Hook shooting. I get it, ladies and gentlemen, but he didn't shoot those children. He didn't pay anyone to go shoot those children. He, had, he didn't have any part of it. Now, the mainstream media had every part and knew full well that there were no WMDs in Iraq. They were forcibly told, we, like, documents have come out now that the Bush administration, the same thing that the Biden administration was doing, paying local TVs to run the COVID vaccine and to prevent any, any quote-unquote, misinformation from getting out there, that's the same thing the Bush administration was doing with mainstream media before 2001, before the Twin Towers got blown up. And and and, for, and, 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 and I should say, more or less after they got blown up. So they can convince American people they knew there were no WMDs Iraq, but they were getting paid to say and convince American people that, oh, the, the uh, Saddam Hussein, Osama bin Laden, he's a CIA agent. Shut up, conspiracy theorists. Well, now we know he was. Now we know Saddam Hussein was put into place by the CIA. Listen, nothing is done in this world without the military of your nation, or should I say the secret societies of your nation, which is what Subliminal Message Studios exposes, the secret societies of your nation knowing about it and arbitrating it. And we need to address these secret societies in our country because America was once founded off of freedom of speech. And our founding fathers knew one of our main enemies, one of the main enemies of uh, America. And you can, you can go back in time and, and read. I don't know how many presidents, I don't know how many wartime generals during the Civil War all saying the same thing. Our greatest threat till this day is the Illuminati and or the secret societies that are trying to take a hold of this great nation. So many different presidents have been quoted by saying that exact same thing. Maybe not that exact same thing, but things, but different formulas of that. Saying the exact same nature of what I just said, ladies and gentlemen, 
We need to address these. We're going to go to a quick little break. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen.
one of the first victims from the mass shooting to be publicly identified was Aaron Salter Jr. He was a retired Buffalo police officer who worked at the store as an armed security guard. He's being hailed tonight as a hero. Aaron Salter Jr. wore many hats in his life. Retired police officer, substitute teacher, but one of his true passions was science. He built a lab in his garage where he spent countless hours working to develop an engine So when the FBI released those manuals and Joe Biden went ahead and did that speech, uh, Mark labeling a certain a certain group here in America, about 50 percent of the population for crying out loud, um, they knew exactly what they're doing. They knew exactly what that causes the people, especially the people that are not thinking. So in car, and, and it made me think about uh, think back when Car Swed Car Schwab said we need to prepare for a much angrier world. We need to prepare for our food, electrical grids, everything to be disrupted because we are in the middle of a great reset, ladies and gentlemen. To ensure that those technologies are human centered and society oriented. The world has to overcome not only the damage done to our economies and our societies by COVID-19, it also has to confront the repercussions of a dangerous clash between major global powers. History 
is truly at a turning point. We do not yet know the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems and supply chains will be deeply affected. Yeah, what we do know is it will be affected because we're the ones that were doing it. What we do know, what, what they do know for a fact is when the Biden administration gave that speech with red lights around, the military at ready, that was a green light for the black ops groups to go ahead and start start psychologically programming the police precincts for right-wing extremism. And you know what, I, I was just, I, I'm just now, I was uh, looking on this on my phone, um, and I just literally came across this, ladies and gentlemen, and there's a few other examples I wanted to give you, I want to get to real quick before we get to the an end of this segment. But look at this, ladies and gentlemen, right on cue, right, up, right as the Biden administration gives that speech, the FBI releases their materials and what they think domestic violent extremists is and who the new terrorists are, ladies and gentlemen, right? Who the new terrorists, you know, terrorists, who the new terrorists are. It all goes back to right-wingers, gun owners, Christians, people that question the elections, people that, you know, think with their minds, you know, that, you know, they do some research and they find out that, oh, well, we've been controlling the freaking weather since we've done it on the Ho Chi Man Trail. We've been using weather as a weapon for a very long time. And still, even though other governments have, have come out with this, Spain literally came out with it and just said straight up, well, actually, we are spraying our citizens with biocide and chemtrails during the COVID-19 for two years, almost three years straight because of the United Nations agreement, something that everyone used to call conspiracy theory. But I'm just now coming across this right after. This is like right on cue, right after they 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 start they marginalize. And like I say, they label and I'm keep on using these terms so people really get it. They label a group. Now they're starting to psychologically program the police around the world for things like this. Listen to this. Heavy police uh, presence at IRS building in Memphis. It was a result of misinformation. So uh, MPD tweeted out that the department is receiving many calls about various situations and they are responding, but that no incident has occurred that would cause harm to the public. They went, on, they went on to say they encourage the community to remain vigilant but calm. We are working to gather more information about the situation, and we will update you as soon as possible. And listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. These mixed-up calls, whether it be from a, 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 a multiple, multiple people, is what I'm hearing on Twitter, is multiple people were calling in. There are one, I'm looking on Twitter right now. Um, here, I look directly on it, actually, look on it. I'm looking on Twitter right now, and... There are people there. There's a couple people that live in the that Memphis uh, city or in that area. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to try to be more direct. And they're saying that there are calls of an active shooter. And what I'm trying to say to it, what I'm trying to say is this is a part of the program. They're trying to psychologically program the police right now with these calls of oh, active shooter this. Uh, um, and, and as there's an incident here in Omaha, Nebraska, where a man went to a church because he was hired to do a mass shooting incident, to train the employees on mass shootings and what they should do. The police locked him up and they're charging him, uh, charging him I believe, five felony counts because uh, he, now uh, what I'm hearing is he did, the company did send a memo 
to all the uh, to the police precinct here in Omaha, Nebraska. But apparently the police never got it. So when it came to that day, they didn't call in. They didn't make sure they ensured that this is going to be go on go, going on. So the police responded and thinking it was a real um, active shooter incident, ladies and gentlemen. Well, they're now charging that man with five counts, five felony counts. And I'm not. And listen. I'm not saying that the um, uh, they weren't, you know, the um, uh, the police weren't right in saying, you know what I mean. You need to be more formal with us and make sure that you tell us on the day of, hey, guys, I reminded you of this. I sent out a memo to you guys. I want to make sure you guys know this is a couple days prior to me doing this, and then call on the day of. Now, sadly, the, uh, sadly, I think that's more about the authority authoritarianism because let's face back when the police face facts when the police decide to do mass shooting drills or active shooting drills well they just go ahead and freaking do it they just go ahead and call the school and say hey we're going to do it they get approved by the city council it doesn't matter if the city council is completely woke and then the training that they're giving these students is training them to be victims it's training them to just stand in place and get shot to pieces so when that U of all day shooting happened almost two hours it took for the police to go inside when they knew full well that they could have hacked the security cameras and saw exactly what happened right then and there. But no one's even thinking about that. Oh, let's keep in mind that, yeah, it's a known fact that he was involved in a, a shooting prior to him going into the school with an elite immigration team known as the Bortec elite team, Bortec team. And they actually watched him go into the school. There's all sorts of crazy shit going on there, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not even kidding. I am. I, I'm not even kidding, ladies and gentlemen. Not even kidding at all. Now, um, let's go uh, um, to the uh, end of this broadcast. Um, I should say, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to say it like this. I'm going to try to be as simple as I can. Keen can? Am I a Canadian or something like that? I don't know what that was. Maybe that was the biblical cane coming out of me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. All right, let me say this as simple as I get, okay? I right, just let me say this simply, okay? Something wonderful happened. No, I, listen, I, I shouldn't say wonderful, okay? I'm not mocking the dead or anything like that. Kind of ruined it right there. But, I mean, I, 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 let's just say if you're a red-blood American, you don't like the British. Wicked over Wicked lost his name. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The witch is dead. Um, not, and once again, I'm I'm not trying to. I'm not trying. I'm not mocking the dead or anything like that. Um, that's that's not what I'm doing. Um, but uh, uh, so uh, sh shortly, um, Queen Elizabeth II um, uh, ha has uh, passed away. And um, she right on cue after they get a new uh, a new Ministry of Defense right on time she's dead. I, it was actually Alex Jones that called that out 
I actually watched a short little clip of him saying as soon as they get a new uh, defense ministry, the queen will die. And then right on cue, man, that happened. That was pretty good, Alex Jones. But um, the queen has died, ladies and gentlemen. And if you think, and, and like I said, if you're a red blood American, then you indubitably um, uh, are not, um, you know, like sad about that at all. Now, um, there are some uh, folks all on Twitter and on social media, and, and I'm telling you right now, mainstream media, they're going to keep on putting this, the queen is dead in your face for a, a good for a good two months straight. They're just going to keep on hammering. The queen is dead. That's all you're going to see all over freaking uh, mainstream media, even here in America. Can you believe that? I mean, if, if, if that doesn't say that we've been, our, our mainstream media has been taken over when they're blaring us the queen is dead, we don't give a flying shit. That's why we went to war with them back in 1776. I'm not saying that, you know, what and it's not the British people that I'm aiming at, by the way. Even the British people are actually kind of, yay, you know what I mean? So, I mean, you know, let's give it a go in our round. Come on, let's do it again. <laughs> defense ministry getting hired on and if you think or if you're happy about that I'm, I'm not like I said I'm not you know don't mock the dead I get it you know what I mean I, I'm, I'm definitely not doing that but like I said I'm not losing any sleep and she was a very 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 evil evil ass person and I'm not kidding about that either so the house of Windsor ladies and gentlemen has suffered a loss but it's not called the house of Windsor they're not even British Ladies and gentlemen, um, their original name was uh, House of Sax, Coburg, and Gotha. And that is their original last name, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, they're not even British. They actually come from Germany. The Who's going to become king right now? You know, this is the same guy uh, that said, um, you know, he wants to come back as a deadly virus to destroy... 90% of the population and that is who is going to become king of Britain the man that has devoted himself to depopulation and um, colonization of the eugenic programs ladies and gentlemen and if you don't know who I'm talking about I'm talking about Prince Philip and um, 
I'm sorry, not Prince. Uh, well, Prince Philip, he was uh, the father of uh, who's going to take over presidency, which would be Prince, uh, Prince uh, or King Charles now. But it was Prince Philip that was, you see, you can look back on the Internet with no pictures of him collaborating with um, uh, Adolf Hitler back in them time. And it was the Wall Street Bank used to the uh, used to the Bush family and the Thyssen family, which first created this conglomerate of the IRS, the Federal Reserve. And he's the first one that really kind of orchestrated the banks of this world into one world bank and then used the World Bank to conquer different countries by debt, ladies and gentlemen. But Prince Charles, uh, uh, you know, such a, a good man he is. And uh, Prince Philip, let me just give you a uh, a quick rundown of uh, how great of a uh, of of he was. Prince Philip maintained the family tradition, first having been educated under a Nazi curriculum centered on eugenics in the 1930s, and then going on to found the World Wildlife Fund, and with fel uh, with fellow one-time Nazi Party member Prince Bernard of the Netherlands, a lifelong eugenicist and Bilderberg Group founder. In 1961, Philip and Bernard were joined by. C, uh, senior Julian Holixey, then president of the Eugenics Society of Britain, as WWF co-founder in August 1988, interviewed with Deutsche's press uh, genister, Prince Philip proclaimed his desire to return in the next life as a deadly virus to help solve the overpopulation problem, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm very, very sorry. Um, I, I tend to get I tend to get um, you know some names mixed around a little bit if I was getting those uh, if I get you know the names mixed around they're all very very bad people the point of this being if you didn't hear what I just said the point of this being and uh, and by and by the way that's not like that's not the the worst of it ladies and gentlemen because if you're wondering well that was Prince Philip what about the Queen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have a short little story for me, uh, for you right here, uh, right here, quick. Did you guys know that Queen Elizabeth and her husband visited the residential school in Kamloops and left with ten First Nations children who were never seen again, nor never heard from again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and like I said, uh, they they were never heard from them again because the Queen and her king, Prince uh, Philip, ate them, ladies and gentlemen. They were heavy, heavy um, cannibals. And that whole family practices heavily in incest. And uh, their, their belief is they're going to one day create a, a human being that is perfect. And that human being is going to be able to speak to this these gods. Or I, I don't know what kind of crap they're on. I don't, I don't know. Like, I've been asked about this um, just real quick. I've been asked about this lizard thing you know what i mean these uh you know these lizards that are supposedly underneath the earth and those are the real demons and those are the real physical entities that are going to come up here and start like an actual real war with humanity and they're they're, they're going to enslave us and I, I guys that's a whole nother rabbit hole that i have no idea and how to go down but anyways let me get into um philip uh see now uh philip died in 2021 his son and heir to the throne has taken his father's mission of reducing the world population to heart through his leadership and various conservations organizations and as a patron of the new deficit Liverpool care pathway, which was revealed to have euthanized over 60,000 British citizens per year. And that was without their consent between 2001 
2013. Now, during his 18-year reign, the LCP had pressured hundreds of healthcare providers to put millions of sick and elderly um, patients into end-of-life lists without their consent, resulting in forced dehydration and morphine drips to accelerate death, despite the fact that life-saving treatments were still available. And, um, ladies and gentlemen, this is all this is all fact that I'm giving you. So, like, I, my, my, I, once again, my point of this is, as I'm reading this off to you right before we end of this show, if you think, you know what I mean, you're sad about Queen Elizabeth, or if you think the British family is, they're not British, by the way, if you think the British family, I'm just saying, um, are uh, a great and wonderful, uh, you know, king and queen. And I understand a lot of the women, this is gonna probably going to piss a lot of the women off because, you know, they, they're very indoctrinated on the whole princess theme and the whole king and queen theme. It, you have no idea what being a king and queen really, really, really was about, especially when it came back in the medieval days. These were sick and sadistic people. Most of them, like, literally could not even wipe their own uh, behind because they were so genetically effed up and i'm not kidding you about this you can just go look on google and look back at the uh, britain tree line and it's 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 not good because they're not really british i keep on saying that i have to remind myself to catch myself even calling the um sax coburg gotha family uh, uh british because they're not they um you know did you know that prince uh charles actually Actually, uh, um, when he was in, he was interviewed um, by a, 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 I think it was a BBC journalist, and the BBC journalist asked him about his family roots, and he smiled and he said, "Oh, I can actually train my trace my uh, family right back to Count Dracula. Yes, yes, he was a very, very great man, and I'm very proud to be part of his history. Very proud to be part of his history. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I understand that everyone likes vampires and all this and shit, but um, the actual Count Dracula." He, 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 it wasn't a, it wasn't sexy or it wasn't any of that. Okay. It, it wasn't any of that. And if you think um, it was, he was just simply putting people through a stake and that was it. No, 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 no. That was what he did to babies. That wasn't what he did to, to, to grown people. That's where the history gets mixed up. Yeah, that's what he was. He was mainly known to do that to the babies. Of his own people and of his conquered enemies. He would put their babies, drive them through the freaking state. I'm not kidding about this. Look at the real history. And, and, and the guy, and listen, listen to me. If you're hearing this in Britain, Prince Charles, King Charles, that's your new king. If you think you're going to have any amounts of freedom, get ready to be all. Well, in his own words, vampirize. I mean, you know, I, I can't joke about this because it's sick. It's sick. These these guys used to literally go to Africa and pick, go to African tribes and pick and buy kids from tribes. And they'd give them jewels and gold. They used to pick. And they'd take these kids out and they'd never be heard from again because they would get killed. They would be eaten. This is not, this. I'm not making any of this stuff up. This is reality. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> so through everything that we went through, I know uh, it's it's been kind of a long broadcast. I truly do appreciate every single one of you for holding on as, as long as you have, um, especially when it comes to me mixing up uh, 
the the things that I talk about, I I often it's just the way my brain works. I I'm very detailed in my mind, so sometimes it doesn't come clear. Um, so I do apologize if I do get mixed up, um, but I do appreciate at the same time for you holding on as long as you have. And I appreciate every single one of you new supporters, all my old supporters, ladies and gentlemen. This is everything to us, guys, because what's going on right now is biblical and it's a fight against the people, against the elites. And I truly, truly want the people to win this war. So thank you very much for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. Always remember, it's not your job to accept everything. But it is your job to tolerate some things. It's not your job to be nice to everyone you meet. But it is your job to stay kind to everyone you see. So stay strong, stay focused, and always, always keep a firearm on you, ladies and gentlemen. I honestly think we're all going to literally need one. I keep saying that this time. I mean, that's serious.